Did you know improving your communication can double your net worth? Just because it's not your title doesn't mean you're not in sales. You are. Lloyd Day created and has taught this communication training for 30 plus years. Macy McNeely, Lloyd's daughter, and Catherine Schubert, a founding student, were struggling entrepreneurs who, after going under his wing and seeing their businesses quadruple, knew that this was the missing piece for so many others. That's how the Guide Culture Training started and has taught over 500 students in just two short years. Sales is guiding people into a decision that is best for them. Guide Culture is not sales training, it's life training. We are a group of completely bought-in sales professionals who persuade for good. Here are your hosts, Macy, Loy, and Catherine. Hello, Guide Culture fam. Hey, if you listened to last week's podcast, you know that one of our most beloved, amazing programs is about to be retired on May 27th. That is, if you're listening to this podcast live, that is this Friday, okay, May 27th, 2022. It is going to be gone forever. But if you go ahead and get it this week, you will have it forever, if that makes sense. So grab Noodle Movers. It's only $197. It is one of the most affordable, life-changing, quick win programs uh, that you can have. You can watch the content in about two hours and like take action so immediately. And I want to talk about kind of why it's so helpful. You know, it might feel simple even potentially, but the science behind needle movers is so major. And it's like the more that we've gone deeper in needle mover knowledge, the more that we've gone deeper and really just talking about, Hey, how do you move the needle as a whole person? And of course, in your business specifically, it is so clear and it is so obvious why it has helped so many people and changed people's lives. One of the main concepts in needle movers, and this isn't even really like talked about as much in needle movers, it's just why this works, why needle movers works, is the be, do, have model. Now, this is obviously not something that like guide culture created. I believe Zig Ziglar created it, but it is talked about by many people. It's just like not fully, I feel like grasped by most people. Okay. The be do have model is be the right person, which will help you do the right things so that you can have all that you want to have. Okay. Now, a lot of times, especially when it comes to moving the needle, when in terms of time, in terms of systems, in terms of processes, in terms of delegating, there's a lot of questions around what do I need to do? What do I need to do in order to get the result I want to get? And it makes so much sense because it's like, hey, I don't need to reinvent the wheel. People can just tell me what to do. I'll do it and I'll have the same results. You know, it's just not that simple, right? I mean, like comparison to that would be, hey, just make an Instagram. There's billions of people on Instagram and like lots of people make money on Instagram. So just make one, just do that. And then you'll have like sales, right? And you just, it just doesn't work that way. You and I both know that. And so there's just a deeper level that you kind of are presented in needle movers and it really helps your mindset shift in the right way to focus on the activities that you are doing. And the reason being comes before do is because who you identify yourself as, okay, who you see yourself as is what you do. 
for example, I used to work with somebody at my corporate job and she was always kind of like coming behind people and picking up after them. She would, you know, if there's something in your teeth, she's like the first one to tell you if your hair isn't right. She's the first one to fix it for you. And I honestly just loved that about her. And I would tell her, I said, I told her, Jen, you just take care of people so well. Like that is such a natural gift for you. And her instant response to me was, oh, I'm a mom and that's just what I do. I'm a mom and so I take care of people. And what she's saying basically is I identify as a mom. Therefore, my actions reflect that. Like someone who maybe very habitually eats very healthy. Uh, someone who maybe doesn't habitually eat very healthy, they might make a comment be like, man, you always have like healthy lunches or something like that. Right. And their comment might be something like, well, that's just like, I, I'm a healthy person. Like I identify somebody that's healthy. Therefore, that's what I do. And so identifying yourself kind of as the right person and in the right frame of mind is what determines what you do. Now, there are so many systems and processes and formats and things that you can implement in what you do, but ultimately how you go about doing things and being the right person is what makes things work. You know, people will ask all the time is like, who is like, who, who do you help the most when it comes to guide culture and like what they sell? And it just doesn't matter what you sell. It does not matter. What matters is that you are someone that's worth buying from, that you are someone that someone else can just like align with and be like, I vibe with them. I vibe with who they are. And I want them to help me. And so one of the things that Needle Movers really helps you do and see is how you can identify as a salesperson. Now, a huge part of sales is the way you think about sales. Because if you think about sales as one way, it'll cause you to act away about sales. So for example, someone who's in guide culture right now, she just posted in the Facebook group and she said, man, I've always thought of sales as being so cheap. It was like a cheap thing to do. This has really helped me change the way I think and how I am doing the right activities to be a great salesperson. And so if you are thinking a type of way of of who salespeople are, you're not identifying as one, right? You're thinking of who they are as like a not a very good thing. The likelihood of you making sales is very low. So Needle Movers helps gets you in the right mind frame of, hey, what is like the identity of a salesperson? What is the identity, identity that I want to be? And how can I embody that? When you identify as a salesperson, you change your mindset about sales. You believe that it is the right, like the best way and the best skill set to have in order to live out your purpose. You naturally do what salespeople do. What do salespeople do? They get in a conversation with people. They are looking how to go to market and connect. If you think about marketing, where the word marketing came from, it came from the idea that you take your product to market like a farmer's market. Where is the market? It is where people are. It's where you have a chance to connect with them. It's where you have the opportunity to show them that what you have could help them. What salespeople are not doing is tweaking things. They're not behind closed doors, making sure their label is perfect. They're not behind closed doors, you know, thinking of like a farmer's market, sewing their tablecloth because it's just got to be perfect, right? They are out connecting with people. They are throwing a label with a Sharpie written on their product, going to market and caring about people and, and getting their product to market. And when you be 
when you become that salesperson, when you've decided that that is the identity that I want to have, you start to become the guide, right? You start to guide people into the next action. And when you do that, you help people win, right? Because any action that they take, whether it's walking up to you, like, so to speak, messaging you, asking you questions, uh, you know, even like throwing out objections and concerns, all of these are actions that you are guiding people to. I think a lot of people think of salespeople that are good at sales. They think of them as like nice people. They think of them as someone who's likable and they can be trusted. And so they're just making sales. And it's just not that simple. Great salespeople are incredibly strategic. They know how to guide the conversation to get into the next action, right? If you think about doing and like growing your business, what would you need to do to grow your business? One might say, hey, like get more leads, invest in more ads so that you can get more new eyes, right? That's like saying, if you want to put it in farmer's markets perspective, that's like saying, hey, go to more farmer's market, like travel to farmer's markets, okay? And, And go to the largest ones possible. But that's just like, just because you show up at a farmer's market doesn't guarantee that anyone is going to buy from you, right? What's so cool, what is so cool about this and why Needle Movers is so powerful is that when you change you from the inside out, more leads start to see you differently. You adjust yourself for the market. You don't go to new markets. You change who you are for the market. And I want to give you just like a quick example. Melissa, she's one of our Guide Culture graduates. She was actually the one who told us, hey, this content inside of Guide Culture, the Needle Movers content, was so game changing for her. She talked about how um, like that was how she like repositioned her life and it, you know, changed a lot. And she also took guide culture, right? So she took uh, her sales skills and she's been selling the same product for six and a half years. And if you want to talk in farmer's market language, because that's just kind of the road we're on right now, her she was kind of going to the same market with the same people, right? Her Instagram has grown, of course, in six and a half years, but not like crazy wild growth. And so she was, if you can imagine like showing up to the farmer's market with your same product, like the product has not changed at all with these same people. And they're just walking by her, right? They're just walking by her, they're looking at her and they're like, wow, here you are again, selling your product again. And maybe they're not even looking at her. Maybe they, they, they don't even notice her anymore because they just see her so often doing the same thing. And Melissa was like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to like obsess over my table. I'm not going to obsess over my product. I'm going to just like try to change me. I'm going to change the way I present myself and my product to the market. And when she started to do this, people came from out of the woodworks. They're like, hey, you know, I know you've been talking about this product for a long time, but for whatever reason, what you talked about today made me think it was going to be relevant for my life. So I have some questions about it. She didn't need to go get more leads. leads. She didn't need to go get go to new farmer's market. She just needed to re- present herself in a different way with a different message to the same market. So I'm hoping you can see how this be do have model. It's not just something that you think about and move on. It is literally when this is internalized for you, it could change everything. It changes how you present yourself. It changes how people see you and it totally changes how you show up. And I want to talk about one way how it changes the way you show up. There's lots of ways. But, and this is another thing that we talk about in needle movers, but it's just such a big deal because you guide people through who you are, not what you do, not what you say, but who you are. And one of those things is really being able to guide people on like what you believe. Okay. And in needle movers, we talk about, Hey, what is important? What is really important? 
like not what you think it is important, but when we get to the bottom of it, what are things that are so important to be able to master? And a lot of times those are the things that just don't change. So things that do change are like technology, new methods, new systems, new ideas, like those are always changing. But one thing that is never, ever, ever changing is people. People are people are people. They're incredibly predictable. They're incredibly just the same. Like our brains are wired the same way. Okay. And one of the things about our brains is that we like to know where people stand. Even if we don't agree, even if we don't vibe with it, even if it doesn't align with us, just knowing where to categorize someone helps so much for people to feel safe and to kind of like let their guard down a little bit. And so being able to guide people through your beliefs is one of the best things that you can learn how to like be, right? Who you are, what you stand for, what you believe. That's a, that's a be, right? Not a do, that's a be. Doing that could change so much for you. And I want to talk about two ways, just two ways how that changes the way you show up, okay? When you master the art of reviving how to believe in yourself, and also believe in your product. So let's talk about believing in yourself really quick. There's a huge difference between knowing something and believing something. There's a difference between knowing you can do it and believing you can do it. Who knows that who knows that broccoli is healthy? You probably do. Most people do know that. Who believes it? in their soul so much that they are willing to stand in the street and every person that walks by tell them about about broccoli because they know it could change their life because they know the nutrients in it are cancer fighting and that they help your gut and that they uh, you know, they fill your your stomach in a different way and it's full of fiber and it makes you feel good. Who believes it so much that they are willing to spread the word about broccoli every single day? Probably not, not most of us. But my point is when you know something is one thing, but the, when you believe something, it it changes you. It changes the way you act. Knowing something is true is completely different than acting like something is true. And when you believe something is true, you start to act like a completely different person. Some would even say a crazy obsessed person. When someone kind of gets on a kick, right? Whether it's a health kick, maybe it's like a something is spiritual for them. Maybe they've uh, been introduced to a faith and they like, oh my gosh, like this is changing who I am. I really believe something different. They start to act different and become low-key crazy, because when you obsess over anything, you kind of come become to that point where you believe it so much that you kind of start to get this like twitch in your eye, right? And that may not sound good to you, but my question to you is who would you rather work with? Someone who just goes to their job because they know how to do it or someone who has a twitch in their eye because they believe in the work that they do? Do you see what I'm saying here? Do you see how this is so huge for your business? This is kind of like that feminine side of business that most people love to like push to the side because it's not going to give quote quick results potentially, right? I don't know why people feel that way because that's just not true, but changing how you think and focusing on what really is important completely changes the way people see you. And the thing is, is that bystanders, right? When you're at the farmer's market and people are walking by, they don't really believe or act like that they want anything from you until they see the twitch in your eye, until they see like, what the heck are you doing? You obviously are like living your best life, feeling fulfilled and purpose-driven and happy. I need whatever you have. And what's so cool is that your skills really catch up to that belief, the do, 
right? Remember be, do, have. People are looking for the do and the skills. That catches up, but the belief and the be comes first. Tony Robbins says, you can never grow past the way you believe in yourself. And I believe that with all my heart. And then the second thing I want to talk about is believing your product. And I, it goes back to your broccoli. You know, one of the important things you can do is master your product knowledge. And, you know, if you're in business, you're probably a quote expert or seen as a quote expert. And so, and this is where that be, do, have potentially could work the opposite because if you identify as an expert, you potentially might not feel like you need to do any more studying, right? You already have the degree. You already have the credential. You already have the authority, so to speak. And so you don't need to do the studying. And what happens is you end up getting lost in this dated world of information and just caught up in this identity of like, I'm the expert, right? So this is where that belief and that I like who you are comes in again. It's like identifying as a salesperson and a salesperson is always curious. They always want to know more. They lean in and try to find new ways to present the same thing over and over and over. And the only way you can do that is through your product knowledge. People who like know that their product works versus people who believe that their product works act completely different. The someone who knows that their product is helpful, right? They is kind of like farmer's market again. They're tweaking it. They're making sure it's perfect. Perfectionism. Hey, I got to figure it out before I can take it to market. But the person that believes that their product is helpful, they're like, Hey, back to slapping a label on it, right? Sharpie, you know, putting a Sharpie right in Colombian coffee, but you believe that your coffee is the best. And then you go like in the middle of the market where people are and make sure they know about this coffee. Right. And going back to needle movers, like you learn how to focus on the important things, right. And product knowledge is such an important thing. And we talk about that a little bit in needle movers. And one of the other kind of important things that probably doesn't seem important, but is very important is when you have your product knowledge, repeating it, like talking about it and putting it into a conversation and putting it into content consistently in a way that connects with people. And that's where guide culture comes in. It really helps you be able to form, you know, put your product knowledge into a method that connects with people. But even if you don't have that guide culture knowledge, the the principle here and the important thing to know here is that repetition is king. Repeating your product knowledge over and 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 over again helps your belief because all a belief is is a repeated thought. That's all it is. That's why affirmations are amazing because you you say these affirmations over and over and over to the point where you remember it more to the point where it starts to be something that you believe, okay, which makes you act different, which makes you fired up about your product. And when people like bounce around from product to product to company to company to thing to thing, they don't even give themselves a chance to believe in it, right? And so just staying put for a second, doing the things that are important, maybe it doesn't feel urgent, but is incredibly important in deciding like your identity, getting bought in on yourself, getting bought in on your product makes you show up differently, which makes people more interested in what you have. If any of this resonated with you, I cannot encourage you enough to go and get needle movers. Go and get it. One ninety seven. Everything is going to be in the show notes below. The content talking about repeating, you'll have access to it forever, so you can repeat the information. And I would encourage you to. And if you're listening to this and you already have needle movers, my hope is that you go back and you listen to the content again and again and again because it is so incredibly powerful and valuable. Everything you need to know about needle movers, it is in the show notes. So go ahead and grab it. If you have any questions or any thoughts, you're always welcome to message us on Instagram 
at the guide culture. And also, if you want to know why we are retiring needle movers, again, we talked about it in the previous podcast that was put out last week. So we'll put that in the show notes as well. Uh, You can listen to the journey that we are kind of going through right now as a company that is completely reinventing itself. It's been a really exciting journey. I'm so proud of needle movers. I believe in it with all my heart. It's very hard and emotional to let this go. Uh, But for now, it is something that just has to be done in order for the company, uh, in order for guide culture to be a new and better company. Ultimately, I hope this was helpful and thanks so much for listening and I will see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope this episode encouraged you in your journey. Come join us over at the Winner's Circle Facebook group of online entrepreneurs who are winning the game of life. The link is down in the show notes. We'll see you there.